Welcome to Christian Curious with Dr. Haley Scott of Denver Seminary. What are the challenges we face in today's church and culture in a postmodern, post-Christian era? Dr. Haley believes that in addressing those issues, the church must adopt a missional mindset. Christianity does hold the answers to the big questions of today's culture. Let's join Dr. Haley for today's edition of Christian Curious. What does a healthy body have to do with the healthy spiritual life? This is Christian Curious with Haley Gray Scott and Hannah Greaser. Hannah, this is a question I have grappled with probably my whole life is, you know, how to live in the body that that I have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been super critical of it. I've, you know, from junior high through college, I really struggled with an eating disorder and it's just something that that I've grappled with and the church really doesn't address it because they focus more there's sort of a disconnect between right. the body and the soul right i definitely feel that way like my acceptance of my body is conditional on eating right or exercising and just not knowing how to address that thought process and i know we both share a love for being outside in the colorado mm-hmm. mountains and just moving and being active and I'm curious for you how your love for physical activity relates, if it even does, to body image. Well, it does in this, it does in several ways. First of all, it keeps me fit and healthy to a certain degree. Of course, you know, like the scale might say something one day and then another thing another day. But it keeps me healthy. And then it also helps me... Um, just with mental clarity and peace and presence. Right. And it helps me in ways that helps me uh, connect better in my daily life. And then I love being in nature and I love the feeling I get when I conquer a mountain. So <laughs> yes. I get to do that. You know, I can walk out my back door and go climb a mountain, which is wonderful. But um, today we have with us someone uh, named Amber Jaworski. Uh, Amber is the Western Regional Shepherd for Holy Yoga. She's the owner of Soul Fitness Colorado and is a fitness instructor at Core Power Yoga. She's a former Division I athlete and exercise, nutrition, and wellness have been paramount prof- uh, passions in her life. Amber, it's so great to have you here. I am so honored and excited to be on the show and to get to talk about faith and fitness and um, embodiment, really, and health. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited as well. Um, And, you know, Amber, we um, looked, you know, a little bit on your website, um, and it said that, you know, you believe to blend the movement of our bodies with the meditation of our hearts and the desire to feed our soul into one thing is natural. Um, How did you come to this kind of holistic conclusion? Well, pretty much in my own body, I just noticed, and just as you girls were talking about at the beginning of the program, that when you're outside, when you move your body, when you notice the strength and the amazing ability of our body to work in concert and to do amazing things, like we can do dynamic and amazing things, whether it be a compound movement like a lunge to a bicep curl um, or, you know, just climbing Mm -hmm. up the the steps or whatever. Um, I just noticed that I feel better. Number one, when I move, Um, I feel like I, my mind slows down and um, I can, I just am able to, I think, interact in the world with a little more grace and ease when I was moving. And so honestly, in, in my own body, I noticed the nuances of 
hey, I feel better and I move and breathe and respond better in this world um, when I'm moving. And so I don't, I, I felt like, wow, you know, this is truth. You know, your soul and your mind and your body, it recognizes truth when, it's, when you stumble upon it. And so kind of in my own body, but then also being able to guide other people and noticing relief. I can feel people's heaviness. And then when they start to move their body, um, their loads just look lighter on their faces and mm-hmm. their countenance is lifted. So just also beholding the difference it makes in other people's body when they're moving and breathing and, and meditating and worshiping Christ, like that perfect blend, it is so nourishing to us holistically. Yeah, you know, and I think that there's an element of, at least for me, whenever I climb a mountain or whenever I do CrossFit or, you know, I'm I'm trying to get into yoga I'm not very good at it yet, but, um, but I, I start to focus, I move my mentality from thinking about everything my body is not to everything that my body can do. So, you know, I am not the tall, um, skinny person that's idolized on magazine covers, but you know, I, I always joke that I'm like, a Sherpa. So I can climb a mountain. I'm Sherpas. Sherpas are very short and squat. Right. And, you know, I didn't, this is a story I've never told on radio and not in public, but you know, one of my boyfriends in high school, his mother actually called me a teapot short and stout. Oh my God. And oh my mercy. <laughs> so I've kind of lived with that image in my head of my own body as like a little teapot short and stout until, you know, I started climbing mountains when I lived in California and I was like, Hey, I'm not a teapot. I'm a Sherpa. I can't <laughs> climb this mountain. I love, <laughs> I love that perspective. And so, you know, you start to change from image to, Oh my gosh, my body can do this amazing thing and it's it's pretty fun to to shift people's perspective to think about okay it's not about what you look like it's about what your body can do and be healthy and movement in that body and it's not even about what you can't do it's about what you can do right Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely. well i think that is the absolute definition of health my definition of health is being able to do the things physically that i really am interested and passionate about doing and it only is you it only takes one injury or one illness or one event like for example one of my close friends died at the age of 42 from cancer and realizing okay so there's a circumstance like a cue to action moment in my life or maybe you are in an accident you break your arm something like that where you're not able to do the thing that you want to do and and you, you feel held back from it or you see someone else suffering and then all of a sudden you step into the goodness of being able to move your body in, in whatever um, whatever intensity it allows or whatever like extension or you know duration it allows. And you can have awe and appreciation and gratitude. And that is the definition of health. It's not necessarily, I can't do 15 burpees in a row, then I'm worthless. It's more like, <laughs> wow, today I showed up. It's, it's more of training and less of trying, right? Today, I'm going to do one thing that will enable me to do one more tomorrow. And it's the gift of being able to even do it that is grace and amazing and is, is the gift of life, right? Well, you know what? I don't, uh, I have two daughters, uh, nine and 11, and she's about to be 12. And I, was, I still think of her as 12. And I don't, I've never like 
spanked them or you know punished them but i have made them do burpees before as punishment (laughs) (laughs) well my favorite form of punishment is when some of my kids have a nasty attitude or a grumbling i'm like hey go 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 for a walk yeah jump on the rebounder go do something because something happens and this is like scientific like the your brain chemicals shift your thought process um is interrupted the the, the heaviness of your body is, is dissipates and, and your attitude really does change the minute you move and you breathe and you set your eyes on something different than how you're feeling and, and what's happening in the, in the moment. So you're wise to have them to interrupt hmm. things like that. That's mm-hmm. so wise. And, and it's physiological good science too. <laughs> yeah. There was a time when I lived in Michigan when I had severe seasonal affect and I didn't know at the time, but my vitamin D levels are like in the basement. But um, I made a decision that I was not going to think about my life or think about my feelings until ec- after I ran. And so I would pack up my kids every day in Michigan, even in the m- most horrible weather. And we would go to the gym and I would run and only after I ran was I able to think about my day because mm. that put things into perspective for me and it gave me the strength. You know, something about nurturing my body and, and that movement really helped me during that time. Um, you're the you're the um, the owner of Soul Fitness Colorado, which started in 2011 with a class at a church that combined a Bible study and yoga and it was so successful that you launched a ministry that offers classes and retreats and i'd love to know what do you think it was that made that class so successful that combination mm-hmm. well um first and foremost it was community and collaboration i think we're missing that now like it was and um the group the women's ministry rallied and we everybody had a place and so when you're it, a fitness people can be together when you're collaborating when you're laughing together life is just better together right so there's that um the other thing is that i find that when you move your body and we were just kind of talking about this um you let go of some of the burden it's um your perspective changes your thoughts slow down and your heart is open and and, and it's not just your heart your ears you can begin to hear um, the still small voice of the Lord. And you can begin to have insight. And it felt like what we witnessed is that, okay, so we moved our bodies, we stretched, we, um, the yoga was a great vehicle for stress reduction and, and truly laying our burdens down at the foot of Jesus. And um, when you're getting into the hips or opening up the heart, you're doing things uh, where emotional residue. So, and this is scientifically proven as well. Emotional residue from our life is stored in the tissues. I think as even Thomas Merton says, the issues in the tissues. So our bodies contain emotional residue and memories. They hold it all for us. And so when we're moving, in particular, some yoga postures allow some of that to just be processed and moved. So you're moving, and, and then you really, truly are able to be still. You're quieter. Your heart is, is just able to be still and center on God. And so then we would talk about the fruit of the Spirit or the women of the Bible, and we would have rich discussion. And our, we weren't having to, our minds weren't distracted with what we, what we came in with, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it was just such a, it just really, it felt, and what we witnessed is that the messages that are 
that our leaders were, were sharing actually were able to be um, processed deeper and we had more meaningful discussions because people felt more comfortable in their own skin. They didn't armor up. They weren't trying to put on any mask or look pretty or act perfect because you already moved all that aside with the movement of your body, right? Yeah, that's amazing it thought. Just, it just, it really was. It really just broke down some barriers for number one, good discussion, but number two, an opportunity for us to be a little quieter, a little stiller, and a little more open to the voice of the Lord. And it was magnificent. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm curious about have you know here in Colorado people are super into fitness and Mm -hmm. you know they will go you know our gyms are packed our mountains are packed on the weekends but the churches may not be so packed I mean people come here to go to the mountains so even if they are Christians they might be out there getting exercise um during a Sunday morning and um so I'm wondering you know as you created this ministry have people come to you that might not otherwise go to church? A hundred percent, yes. I've had, I've had non-believers come to our retreats who have been actively against the church, but who came because their best friend made them. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, they're like, I've encountered the Lord. You know, and that is what my ministry is about. I don't need people to affirm or enjoy the workouts. Or I mean, that's nice, but at the end of the day, we need an encounter with a living God. Amen. People need to feel that they are loved. They need to feel and appreciate their bodies. They need an intersection with the power and the authority of God Almighty. And that is what my ministry is about. And they and you can't just feel that in your mind. Like when you feel it in your body, it your your heart and your spirit agree with it and that truth stays with you. And so it is it is one hundred percent about encountering a living God in that moment and um, so honestly, yeah, we've had a lot of people who question, doubted their faith, and can come and they can bring that safely to the Lord, realizing that number one, there's no place that our God can't go to redeem. So yoga in the church is a controversial subject, but you know, God always meets us where we are, and there is no place in this world, including the gates of hell, that God didn't go to save us and meet us. And we don't have to clean ourselves up. We don't have to do anything to, to, to prove our worth or make ourselves any better to receive his grace. So um, I just want people find that. They can process with the Lord on their mat. They can um, communicate a little bit easier. It's just, it's just a vehicle for people to encounter God. And so, yes, a lot of people come here, um, reactivate their faith, or maybe are introduced to their faith through exercise and fitness. And, you know, God, Jesus cares about our bodies, or he wouldn't, God does, or he wouldn't have incarnated his son right. and given him a human body. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we w- need to be which he still dwells in. A- amen. That's mm-hmm. right. He's still dwelling. Our body is his masterpiece, his temple, his sacred space. And so it matters to him. And so I don't feel like we need to separate our bodies from our worship in any way, shape, or form. And and it honestly, people people are coming back to the church, and they are being welcomed into the church through the modality of fitness. And it's just glory. I just love it. That is so beautiful. I like. I'm very encouraged and want to go work out right now because I feel like <laughs> I, you know, I've had some moments where, you know, on a hike or something 
like God meets me and it does feel worshipful, but I feel like more often than not, my mentality is, you know, performance or getting something done or looking a certain way. And I feel like that shift to just being like, Lord, I want you to meet me here. This is an act of worship could be just a huge transformation um, for me and for other people as well. You know, and it's Mm -hmm. a paradigm shift in a way because the, you know, as I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, the church has really kind of divorced body and soul. And so we don't, we don't as much accentuate being embodied creatures. We are embodied creatures to encounter a living God and to be separate from our body is just temporary because we will be resurrected with resurrection bodies. And so we're never meant to worship God with just our mind or just, you know, we're uh, meant to worship God with our whole selves, including our bodies. Mm -hmm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. It is there. We are to love him with the totality of who we are. And you know what I love is the strength piece, love him with your body can be uniquely crafted and designed for each individual, right? It can be walking or hiking. It can be lifting weights. It can be running. It can be doing yoga. It can be swimming. What I do feel though, and we are a um, action-based society and we are an effort and a movement-based society. It, you know, the Lord, it's been said that the Lord's Um, language is silence, like he speaks in silence. And we know that physiologically our bodies actually heal and recover in in rest. And and rest is so important to the Lord. So we, I think also there's room for healing modalities like restorative yoga, um, like, um, you know, so just, so for example, for all of your viewers and listeners that are not marathon runners or mountain climbers, Mm -hmm. Maybe they prefer the more subtle type of movements. It's important to let him, you know, to be still and to receive and to heal also. Um, It's equal output and input. And I think in our society, we think we just have to go, 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 do, do, do. Um, And that's why I think the yoga piece is really powerful is that, yeah, just lay here for a minute and just listen and be held, be supported. Let God attend to you, even in the movements of your body. And so it can be unique and it can be individualized, um, but it's good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) As you were talking, I was just imagining during the child's pose, you know, before God. (laughs) I mean, I love the child's pose. I mean, there's something about Mm -hmm. it. that's just so releasing and, you know, to, you know, not just pray, but pray in child's pose. Yeah, absolutely. Bowing and, low. There's a humble posture mm-hmm. in that. Uh, and Amber, I feel led to ask you this question. I know in your bio, we said that you are a division one athlete. And I'm curious if you like, has this always kind of been a mentality that you've had about faith and fitness that God has grown over time? Or is there, um, I guess, like a testimony <laughs> in between? Oh, yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. Um, so Ever since, like, when I was in third grade, I would lead people in exercise classes at recess. So I feel like he created me. And I, I really do feel like I have, like, a threefold um, mission on my life at this season in my life that I, the Lord has given me clarity. Number one, I am, I am here in this world to strengthen bodies, to encourage hearts, and to nourish souls. And so as long as I'm doing activities in those three buckets, then they, there's a wide range of variety of those things. I feel God's delight in, on me. 
so even when I was a young girl, I, I liked fitness and um, I, so I, I'm a physical person. And so growing up, that was very natural for me. And I, um, I also received my faith at an early age. Um, and then when I got to go to the University of New Mexico to play volleyball, the Lord truly became my strength. Like that was a situation. Um, yes, it looks glorious. Yes, you get your education paid for. Yes, it looks like all amazing, but it's a business. And it is. A, it was five years that almost broke me, like physically. My body went down to 6% body fat. The corneas in my eyes warped. I had immense overtraining issues. I was broken physically. And my mantra was, go with the strength that you have, and I will be with you. And that was a promise of the Lord that I clung to. And he got me through five years, and it was very difficult. Um, I learned the power of the human body, my body specifically. Um, and I learned that he truly does show up when we just surrender and when we feel like we get to the end of ourselves. So um, he, his, his hand and the blend of, of my strength and where he takes over my spirituality really um, became paramount in that point in time because that's all I had. I didn't know how I was going to get through a nine-hour day of working out. I didn't know wow. how I was gonna, why, why I couldn't see or study, but I, the Lord got me through it. And then he carefully, in his own timing, has brought clarity and has brought peace and has also brought rhythm to the call on my life because I was passionate about faith and I, have, I am passionate about fitness, but now he's seasoning it. And it's now becoming um, a, a, a mission that's under, like I'm bridled by the Holy Spirit now. I want to surrender and relinquish and I want to walk at his pace. I don't want to walk behind or ahead. I want to walk with him equally yoked. And it's the Holy Spirit that is setting the tone and the flavor um, and the speed of this now. But yes, he, he has woven those pieces together throughout my life. Um, and sometimes it's been real sloppy and real ugly. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like you. I tore, I, I have pushed myself to the brink of total and complete exhaustion um, with physical activity and mental activity as well. Just, you know, res I, I did not respect my body the way that I should in giving it the proper amount of rest. And it's so important um, to, to be able to take that rest and not to, I can't believe all of the, the damage that um, overextension did to your body. Well, and even mentality, like um, the reason why I found yoga is because for most of my life, it was a mind over body mentality, whether it's with exercise or with food. I mean, your story at the beginning of this segment, you know, um, we feel like we want to rule over. It's something we can control. And our mind dictates, like, I'm going to go one more mile. I'm going to, I'm not going to eat that. Um, I'm going to fit in this size. This is what I feel like I should be. This is what I feel like I should do. Um, and the Lord is not like that with us. He, um, it, there's just grace upon grace. And, and we are, um, the first time I ever did yoga, it was the first time I ever let my body lead my mind. It was the first time I really felt like I could be gentle and careful and kind to myself in, in exercise and with wellness and fitness endeavors. Um, and so that's what, that's part of my story with yoga is um, the Lord, he set me free from some real legalistic and um, harmful mindsets and my body now I, I really trust the wisdom of my body I mm -hmm. trust the wisdom with the food that I eat with the movement that I do um, I don't 
exercise full throttle every day. There are days where I walk my dog and that's enough. There are days where I do restorative yoga where you would think, oh, my goodness, I didn't burn one simple calorie. But because I'm addressing cortisol levels and my parasympathetic nervous system is taking over and, re- and allowing my fight or flight, my sympathetic nervous system to rest, I'm actually losing weight. <laughs> you know, in those days, because I'm attending to my body holistically, I'm not ruling over it. Um, it's just been a real, it's been a great journey, and the God has been so good to me in it. Wow. Ugh, that is so good to hear. Um, I, <laughs> your, yeah, your um, just entire story radiates with the transformative power of who God is. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for just sharing that with us. Um, mm. And we don't have a lot of time left, but is there just a piece of advice that you have for people, not just women, to develop a healthier body image or a healthier body? Um, just like a ticket out the door before you go kind of thing. Um, yeah, especially when it comes to the movement or even just I want you to look at yourself every day and say one thing you like about yourself. Because if you can't love yourself, like the degree to which you love yourself is a, is a real good indicator to the type of love that you can give God and you can give others. So we need to start really, it's courageous, it's uncomfortable, it's very difficult work. But John the Baptist, or not Baptist, but John, uh, the disciple that Jesus loved, said he took on that title. I'm the one that Jesus loves. So can you look at yourself and think of one thing that you like or after your workout or what, or even just getting out the door to walk to the mail, you know, just say thank you. Gratitude and appreciation goes a long way when it comes to having a healthy body and a healthy mindset. So I would start um, by saying thank you and identifying one thing that you like. And then the other thing is identify the things in this world or in your in your life that uh, you that that make you feel most like yourself, that make you feel alive on the inside. One thing and do one thing a day, or maybe it's one thing a week if you're a mama and you're, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, you're taking care of other people. Identify one thing where you feel like yourself and where you feel alive. Mm -hmm. So those are the two things that I would really recommend people do um, because that that's where life is, right? Like yeah. God's, God's going to meet you in those two places for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Amber. And everybody, um, visit soulfitnesscolorado.com to check out more about um, Amber's ministry and what she does. I know you can subscribe to some free workouts online or not free. Um, there's like workouts online and things and you do retreats and all of that as well. So, um, yes. And I have a free week free. So if you go to my online workout, you can, you can try a whole week of workouts free. I do yoga and high intensity interval and everything in between. But yes, it's, I want to meet people where they are. And I just want to, I just want to team up with you to be healthy and happy. All right. Thank you so much, Amber. You've been listening to Christian Curious. Be sure to check out our website for more episodes and to learn more about us. Reach out to us anytime with your comments or questions to Haley at ChristianCurious.co or Hannah at ChristianCurious.co. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Stay curious. Thank you for listening to Christian Curious with Dr. Haley. You can contact her with your comments or questions about today's show at her email, drhaley at christiancurious.org. That's D-R-H-A-L-E-E at christiancurious.org. You may also learn more by visiting the Christian Curious website, 
christiancurious.org. Join Dr. Haley again next week for Christian Curious on AM 670 KLTT.